Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Welcome back, everyone. This is Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Hope you're having a fantastic Monday. We've been covering a lot of ground today, and we'll continue on up to the top of the hour when we will pass the baton off to Jay Kaplan who will get you through your drive, get you home safely with all the news, traffic, information, and insight you need. Uh, he is the man. So uh, stay tuned for uh, Jay. I almost called him Jay. <laughs> Jeff, I would never call you Jay just as he walks in the room. So Jeff will get you home starting at 3, good, as always. <laughs> right. I, I, I do have a claim here. You know, I did fly back from Detroit. this. I, I woke up this morning in Detroit and was still here. Uh, to make sure that we keep this segment of the program rolling along. So anyway, we hope you're having a great day. Uh, we've had uh, a lot of unpacking to do from what's been uh, what happened over the weekend in Detroit with the NAACP and President Nelson of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, an extraordinary historic program and, and joint uh, effort there in the uh, self-reliance space. And I want to get to a, a little different topic right now. Uh, we've we've done a little bit of politics. We've, we uh, we had Mark Sanford, former governor, former representative from South Carolina, join us. He is currently considering, he's taking 30 days and doing a full-on blitz and think-through of a run for the White House as a Republican against President Trump. And his his main focus is the debt and deficit spending. He says neither party is doing anything about it, and this is no longer something we can say, well, it will be solved by our grandchildren or even our children. Uh, He thinks the uh, coming storm is coming, uh, and it won't be different. A lot of uh, the analysts will always say, well, this time it'll be different. And I always say that's like a teenager saying, yeah, it's going to be different this time, and it's just not different. And so a lot of great insight there from from Mark Sanford today. And and as always, uh, we want to hear what you have to say and get your perspective there. Uh, You can always do that on our Utah Community Credit Union text line, 57500. Again, 57500, only when it's safe because safety first. That's the rule of the day. It's especially the rule of the day today because giving a shout out to my son, Will, who turned 16 today, was at the DMV bright and early this morning. He has a new driver's license, and he's not going to text and drive, so safety first. Uh, we even got a, a texter, a little shout-out uh, to Will, so a little birthday love for Will coming from our text line. And uh, we'll continue to watch that and see what you have to say, what's on your mind on a, a beautiful Monday here in Utah, although it is quite hot. Um, so let me shift gears a little bit. Uh, last week, we spent a lot of time looking up at the moon, and rightly so. Fifty years ago, the Apollo astronauts landed on the surface of the moon. We celebrated that. We highlighted that here on KSL News Radio and in the pages of the Deseret News. Uh, but it reminded me of something I had written uh, back during the uh, eclipse, and it's this idea of the the cosmic perspective. And when I told uh, my producers today that we were going to spend a segment of this radio show talking about the cosmic perspective, uh, I got some pretty interesting looks from Morgan and Kylie 
Uh, I think Gustavo's always on board for a good cosmic perspective. Uh, I assured them we would not be talking about astrology or any of those kinds of things. Uh, but again, we have been looking heavy, heavenward, and there's some real lessons there for sure. And as human beings living on planet Earth, uh, we've been long overdue for a moment of cosmic perspective. So a couple of years ago, my uh, my good friend, mentor, Barry Packer, uh, popped into my office and he suggested that I pick up a little book uh, by Neil deGrasse Tyson titled Astrophysics for People in a Hurry. <laughs> Astrophysics for People in a Hurry. And if you haven't ever heard Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, go Google uh, his uh, TED Talk. He's got some amazing theories. Uh, but anyway, I, I knew I uh, definitely qualified for the in a hurry portion, but I wasn't really quite convinced what in the world I was going to do with the astrophysics. I usually leave astrophysics uh, to Jeff Kaplan. Uh, but little did I know, I was about to learn a really, really priceless lesson. And it's the cosmic lesson. It's the cosmic perspective. In the very last chapter, uh, DeGrasse Tyson delivers the powerful and to me, it was shocking and surprising definition of the cosmic perspective. And this is what he wrote. He said, the cosmic perspective is humble. Think about that. The cosmic perspective is humble. Humility as the essence of the cosmic perspective uh, was really perspective changing for me. I'll tell you that. Uh, Tyson made a very compelling case that once we recognize that we are not the center of the universe and realize how small we are in relationship to the immensity of the planets and the systems and the galaxies and all that is out there, much of which we don't even know yet, we will find a new kind of humility that will actually transform how we interact with our fellow travelers here on Earth. So this cosmic perspective, and how many of us, as we looked up at the moon last week, sort of think, wow, we, we really are kind of small in the universe. Uh, I loved what uh, Doug Wilkes from the Deseret News said a week or so ago, saying that you know we, we had to go to the moon to get a better perspective of who we are and what our place is in it. And to me, when we recognize our place in the universe, uh, it prevents us from getting into a lot of the trifling arguments, the social media tantrums, the resentment and bitterness that we have over so many trivial matters. Uh, one of my favorite writers, uh, Dr. David Bob, B-O-B-B, he wrote a book. If you haven't read this, add this to your summer reading list quick before the summer goes. It's called Humility, an Unlikely Biography of America's Greatest Virtue. I'll even say that one again. I'll have Kylie put this up as we get the podcast up. Uh, it's by Dr. David Bob. It's called Humility, an Unlikely Biography of America's Greatest Virtue. So l listen to this. This is from the book. This is from Dr. Bob. And Dr. Bob is just awesome. He's one of my favorite people. He says, cocksure, supercilious, and narcissistic displays of arrogance abound in every arena of life, while acts of humility go unnoticed and unheralded. Our age of arrogance... Our age of arrogance obscures the idea that humility is the indispensable virtue for the achievement of greatness. Think about that. In our age of arrogance, 
It obscures the idea that humility is the indispensable virtue. How many leaders, not just political, business, local, in our families, how often do we lead with arrogance? And how often do we allow that arrogance to obscure the idea that humility is the indispensable virtue? All right, we're going to continue our conversation on the cosmic perspective when we come back. So we'll step aside for the bottom of the hour news. This is Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources right here on KSL News Radio. Inside Sources. Behind the scenes experience in Washington and around the world. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone. We are storming our way towards the top of the hour when we'll hand off to Jeff Kaplan, who will safely guide you through your traffic and your afternoon commute home with all the news, traffic uh, information. Sounds like we've got some breaking developments there. Uh, Stay tuned to KSL News Radio for all of those as you roll through the afternoon today. Uh, I want to continue on for a moment. I'm going to have uh, Todd Fuchs join us in just a moment uh, on some of that breaking news uh, in terms of the announcement uh, by um, uh, some of the political folks here in the state of Utah looking at uh, ways to get to a term limit situation for federal office. And any chance I can pull the great Todd Fuchs into the studio itself is a good day for me. Todd, thanks for stepping in with us. You are literally far too kind. (laughs) Uh, So press release just went out from the United Utah Party. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, tell us, what what are they actually proposing? Well, they want to set term limits on state officials, and this includes everyone that has an elected political office within the state all the way up to governor. So we're talking about your congressional state representatives all the way to a Governor Herbert types. Um, What they want is uh, they're starting a citizen initiative petition which would restrict senators and representatives to a maximum of 12 years in office consecutive. And the governor, lieutenant governor, auditor, and attorney general would only serve eight years total. Okay, interesting. Does it impact the uh, federal uh, officials at all, or is it just state? It does not say. It just says state. You, we're talking about, say, our, our elected representatives to Congress and so forth and so on. The answer is I don't know. Just the state. Okay. Sounds like it's just the state to begin with there. I think they'd have uh, some different challenges on the federal level. Uh, this is an interesting discussion uh, for me because I, uh, I, I've i always been kind of a pro-term limit person because I just think that's how the founders wanted it, that you come in, you go like crazy, you work for a season, and you get out. Uh, but to me, the question is always, what about the employees? So many people have talked about uh, term limits at the federal level uh, for our members of Congress, members of the United States Senate. Uh, And I've always said, okay, maybe it's 12 years. I kind of like that number. I think that's a good number. Uh, But if you're going to do that, you also need to have term limits for staff because otherwise the staff just stays and then you end up with this bureaucracy running the government. Well, you know, when we talk about the – the, the problems with politicians staying in, in office for too long. Anyone staying in a certain position where they have power over, 
you know, a, a country. Way too much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the president seems to me, it seems to be the clearest example of why we would yeah. need term limits, because yeah. we don't want some dude in there who is kind of unflinching yeah, or in his that, philosophy, dude or <laughs> yeah. dudette, and unflinching in their philosophy, and they've amassed too much power to be yeah. able to, you know, to, to uh, properly affect change the way the country needs it. But for your, it seems like your kind of uh, local senator, councilman, councilwoman, I think Kira Hoffmeyer has some breaking news. I do. We have an I-15 shutdown right now. Ooh. It's northbound I-15 at Glover Lane in Farmington. This is due to a car fire that has gone from the car to some of the grass on the on near the on, the, the on the side of the road on the eastbound side of the road. So um, on the east side of the road, and so you can actually see it on the KSL News Radio app right now. Um, it's a mess, and they're shutting down I-15 northbound for the time being right there at Glover Lane in Farmington. Okay, so absolute shutdown northbound I-15. Uh, stay tuned to KSL News Radio. Kira, thanks so much as always for that breaking news. Uh, and always nice to get everybody into the studio all at once. <laughs> That's a good uh, for a Monday. Uh, so we'll continue to monitor that right here on KSL News Radio. I've got Todd Fuchs. I'm going to hold Todd for just one more second before we let him go because he has to be ready when we're done with this segment. That's right. <laughs> uh, so I guess my you know my very quick question to you was you know are we concerned about our our our, our state representative you know in in that way the state representative they've got their own job yeah. they're they're when you talk about them being a quote unquote career politician right. they they have other personal irons in their in their own fire are we concerned yeah. about them in the same way that we're concerned about you know a, a president staying on for yeah. 12 years yeah absolutely all right todd fuchs thanks so much for uh, bringing that into us today i think it's an important discussion uh, kudos to the uh, utah united party for raising that i think it will be an interesting discussion to see at what level do we really need to make sure we have term limits and then what does that do in terms of of staff. Uh, I would always tell the staff in the Senate that the way the founders designed this thing is you come in, you work like crazy for a season, and then you get out of town. That's the way it's supposed to work. Uh, we're not supposed to be there for a lifetime. And I think I probably made the staff nervous some days because maybe I emphasized it too much that they needed to get done and get out of town. Uh, but I think that's the way it's supposed to be. Go and serve. I think everybody should serve in government at some point. I think a lot of our business leaders would be great to go back for a term or two terms uh, and then be done and get back into the business segment, get back into the community and, and make things happen. So it's an important discussion to have. Uh, and there are a lot of pitfalls around term limits. Uh, and so we'll have that discussion as things continue to uh, to rock forward. But, you know, it actually ties in a little bit to to what we've been talking about, this uh, cosmic perspective, that the cosmic perspective is actually humility. And the problem is that when we when we have arrogance driving everything, uh, that's when we get into trouble. And uh, I want to go back to a uh, a quote by my good friend, uh, Dr. David Bob, uh, in his book, Humility, an unlikely biography of America's greatest virtue. And humility, I think, is not only America's greatest virtue, it's it's most overlooked and most important for the challenges of our day. Uh, Dr. Bob said this, arrogance is unteachable, intolerant, and tyrannical, and those who possess it may amass power for a moment, but they will never lead others to higher levels of living. Humility has reverence for new ideas and awe for the inspiration of others and understands that no one, no one is irreplaceable, except maybe Gustavo. <laughs> He's my only irreplaceable. Uh, because, and I've always argued that there, 
everyone's replaceable. And if we're all humble enough and teachable enough and we recognize that, uh, that's that's when we are at our best as a country. And so we, we've got to get back to that. Uh, I've got one more thought I want to share on the cosmic perspective before we wrap up. And then I'm, we're going to finish today with something very important that came to me over the weekend as we were in Detroit. Uh, and that is America is not supposed to be a melting pot. We always say that phrase. America is a great melting pot. It's not supposed to be a melting pot. We'll tell you what it's supposed to be when we come back. This is Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us. We've got breaking news, breaking traffic situation on northbound I-15. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned to KSL News Radio. We've got you covered. We'll be right back. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. If you're watching on the app or on the Internet, you can see that the great Jeff Kaplan has entered the studio. He will be with you in nine minutes uh, to take you safely home. Uh, And there are some things to navigate out there. We have a complete uh, freeway closure right now, northbound I-15. Our triple team traffic will keep us up to speed on what's happening there and uh, all the right routes you should be looking at uh, to get home safely uh, this afternoon. All right, as we uh, wrap up the program today, uh, I want to uh, just finish uh, with two thoughts. One, as we uh, were talking about the cosmic perspective, again, a lot of people have been looking up at the moon and the stars the last few weeks with all the celebrations going on. Uh, But remember, the cosmic perspective is humility. And I just I think that is such an extraordinary thing, especially in our day and age of narcissism and oversized individuals and egos uh, that are part of the problem in the country right now, because we uh, we live in this age of arrogance and the arrogance obscures the idea that humility is the indispensable virtue. Uh, And I firmly believe that we talked about term limits with uh, Todd Fuchs. When you think you are indispensable. It is time for you to go home if you're an elected official. Uh, no one's irreplaceable. Washington understood that. I One of my favorite things to do when I lived in Washington, D.C., was to cut through the Capitol, and it was usually about 11 o'clock or midnight uh, heading out, and I would stop there in the rotunda, and to me the most epic painting in the Capitol rotunda is George Washington resigning his commission turning the power back for the first time in history, the conquering general gave power back to the people. Didn't make himself king. He could have. They wanted him to, but he gave it back. Why? Because of the cosmic perspective. Washington had true, authentic humility and resigned his commission, gave that power back uh, to those that had given him the power, given him absolute power. Uh, And I want to get one more quote in here from uh, my good friend, Dr. David Bob. He said, humility enables courage and points wisdom in the right direction. It is the backbone of temperance and makes love possible. American history has been driven by such humble citizen servants who, while having passion, drive, and ambition, recognized their place in the universe and were willing to play their part in the miracle of it all. 
Uh, and to me, that's uh, that's such an important thing for our leaders today. And I'm not just talking political leaders. I think it matters in our communities. I think it matters in our businesses, our places of employment. All of those places are places where just a little bit of that cosmic perspective, a little bit of humility goes an awful long way. All right, final thought for the day today and bringing things full circle. If you've been listening throughout the hour, if you've missed any segment of the program today, uh, you can get that on the pe- podcast on uh, ksl.com or on the uh, KSL News Radio app so that you can re-listen. Uh, we had a, a lot of great discussions today around what took place in Detroit at the NAACP National Convention. President Russell M. Nelson of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints was there, uh, addressed the crowd, uh, gave a, a stirring speech. His, the introduction he received from uh, Reverend Amos Brown was stirring, uh, exciting. I think it's the first time in the history of the church that a prophet was introduced as a brother from another mother, uh, which was uh, really fun. It actually happened. It actually (laughs) happened. And I was there. I was there to to see it. And the crowd went crazy. It was great. And But there were genuine feelings uh, between the leaders of the NAACP and President Russell M. Nelson. It was tangible and real. Uh, also for Elder Jack Gerard, uh, General Authority 70, uh, because he's done a lot, a lot of hard work and heavy lifting. Great feelings for Elder Jeffrey Holland and a lot of the early work uh, that he did uh, in helping restore some historic places uh, for the civil rights movement. Uh, and all of those were possible because people were humble enough to learn, to listen, to set aside uh, the past. One of my favorite quotes uh, during the press conference, there was uh, one reporter who was asking and, and really trying to dredge up all of the old, awful, hateful things uh, that often come up at those kind of conferences. And it was the CEO of the NAACP, Derek Johnson, who said, we are interested in new solutions, not in old conversations. And it was about moving forward. And you could feel it in the room. Everyone shifted and pivoted. It's like, okay, well, so what do we do? Where do we go from here? Uh, And that leads me to this final thought uh, that the Reverend Amos Brown shared uh, with my colleagues and I uh, on Saturday. He said and reminded us that America is not supposed to be a melting pot. And at first I, I flinched a bit and said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Everyone always says we're supposed to be a melting pot. He says, no, 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 no. The United States of America is supposed to be a salad, a melting pot. Everything gets mushed and merged together and it loses the nutrients and it loses the flavor and the appeal. He said a salad is what this country is about. Everybody brings their uniqueness to the party. Everybody brings their unique skill set and perspective, uh, their view of the world, their faith tradition, whatever it may be. He says, that's when America is truly at its best, is when we operate like a salad. Now, I am very rarely (laughs) pro-salad. I don't know if I've ever been pro-salad. Have you ever been pro-salad, Jeff? Put some good Italian dressing. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Enough dressing. You put enough dressing on it. Uh, For me, salad is usually just a uh, delivery mechanism for the steak or the chicken that you put on the salad. Uh, But according to Reverend Brown, uh, that's where the real uniqueness of America is. Because in, in America, oneness is not sameness. Oneness is not sameness. And if you had a salad with one ingredient, that would be 
all the same. That'd be pretty boring. Uh, that's not who we are as a people, as a country, as a society. And we have to get back to that. Because if we try to make everyone the same and everyone believe the same and accept the same and not offend anybody or challenge anybody or test anybody for anything, then suddenly we've lost the very thing that gives us strength. That E pluribus unum is still as true today as it's ever been. That out of many, one. But it takes that cosmic humility we talked about earlier. It it takes people being willing to set aside their ego. It also takes people who are willing to challenge the status quo and even challenge the past to look at it differently, to set aside past prejudice, to set aside uh, things that went wrong and then move it forward. And I applaud the uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and the NAACP for doing something that I think is historic and is already changing lives in the places where they've tested this program in Chicago and in San Francisco. And to me, that's an exciting prospect and a good model. Uh, once again, Utah showing that there is a better way, a better, better model to follow. And uh, we're excited to continue to explore that and see how that plays out in the weeks and months ahead. Continue to stay with uh, KSL News Radio. There's a lot of breaking news. We've got a big fire, brush fire going on the side of the road. There, uh, heading north, I-15, completely shut down there. So stay tuned for triple team traffic. We'll continue to follow that and move that along. And that's going to wrap it up for us on a Monday. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks so much for joining us on Inside Sources. We'll be back tomorrow with more. The great Jeff Kaplan will take it from here.